0: Welcome to the Legalese Podcast. This podcast brings you truth, power, and awareness. I'm your host, Mel Marie, and today we'll be discussing how a drug induced hookup led to a bloody situation between Taylor Shabismus and her partner, Chad Therion. Taylor was born on November 23rd, 1997, and grew up in Wisconsin. She attended a Howard Somiko High School, but she did not graduate. From what I found, Taylor was married and even had a child that was born in 2021, but does not have um, guardianship of her child. As far as uh, Chad Therion, it shows that he was born on September 7th of 1997 in Green Bay, Wisconsin, to Tara Pekanik and Michael Therion. Chad um, enjoyed camping, video games, and spending time with his family. He was also described as a very kind and compassionate person who often thought of others before himself. Okay, and so this case, um, I will be reading excerpts from court documents detailing the incident. And again, this case has graphic and sexual content, so you have been warned. Tara. Tara. Shad's mother told detectives that around 9.30 p.m. on Monday, February 21st of 2022, that Taylor came to pick up the victim. Tara stated that that was the last time she saw her son, and she said that her boyfriend told her sometime Monday night into Tuesday, the victim and Shabuzinas returned home and went to the basement. Tara believed that Shibisnes and the victim were in the basement during the day on Tuesday, and Tara stated that she did not go into the basement, but did recall hearing uh, Taylor's voice at one point. Tara also said that her and her boyfriend were out of the house um, during the day on Tuesday, and said that there was a minivan parked on the road in front of their house during that time, but didn't know if it was Shibisnes' car. Before I go any further, I do want to let you know that the court documents are in the perspective of Tara and Taylor. So they'll both be detailing what happened according to to them. So according to Taylor, she stated that her and one of her friends picked up Chad and after picking him up, they went to go get drugs and they ended up smoking marijuana at one of their apartments and then smoked some methamphetamine. She also said that she shot up herself and Chad with Trazodone, and sooner or later, one of her friends, the friend left. Then they drove to Chad's mother's house in her friend's minivan, and then went into the basement, and that the mother's boyfriend did let them in inside the house. Taylor described that she and Chad were in the basement, and that Chad had two chains, one for him and one for her. And she said it was like a chain link and described that the chains as being like a dog choke collar. Taylor stated that she went crazy, referring to the strangulation of Shad and she could feel his heart beating as uh, she was choking him. So she kept pulling and choking him harder, but the victim would not die. And she said that he kept like rebuilding into muscle. And when asked, um, what did, at what point did she know the victim was not alive anymore? Taylor said that the victim's face turned purple, blood was coming out of his mouth, and she did not want to stop. She said that he was fighting back, but she liked the thrill of it. She then stated that once he was officially dead, Um, she played with his body, she sucked his penis, and she had a dildo and she put it in his mouth, then his ass. After having sex with the corpse, she started to dismember the body. She said that she used knives that she attained from the kitchen of the home and that the bread knife worked best because of its serrated blades Uh, Taylor stated that the knives should be in the black bag with the body parts in the basement. And she indicated that she would use whatever bags she found in the basement to put the body parts into. She also stated that at one point, because of the drugs, she became really paranoid and lazy. After dismembering the body, Taylor said that she did put the victim's head in a black bucket and put a blanket over it. When asked where the body was, she did confirm that the body parts were in the basement, and she said that the police were going to have fun trying to find all of the organs as she dismembered the body. Okay, now on the morning of February 23rd, 2022, Tara stated that between 2.30 and 3 a.m. that morning she was awoken Um, By the storm door being slammed, Tara stated that she heard a vehicle and she assumed that it was Taylor leaving the home. Tara then stated that she got out of bed and saw a light in the basement um, that was still on. Uh, She said that she went to see if the victim was there because she thought, you know, Taylor left. Well Tara went into the basement and did not see anyone so she started to walk back up the stairs and then she noticed a bucket next to the bottom of the stairs. Once she removed the bucket she discovered Chad's head. After calling the police officer vanished of the Green Bay Police Department was dispatched to the residence around 3.25 a.m. with a report of a severed head found in the bucket in a basement. Upon arrival, Tara allowed him into the home and the other cops as well. They went into the basement. They did observe the plastic bucket on the floor. They observed the shower slash beach towel um, over the bucket. Once he lifted the towel, he observed the human head inside the bucket. He looked around the room and observed dry blood on a nearby mattress. Officer Russell, um, he later on that evening he went to Tara I'm sorry, Taylor's home and he learned that there was a van associated with the crime. And so he inspected the van and saw Taylor emerge from her apartment. Once seeing the officer, she stopped. Um, what had Appear- she, they noticed that there was, like, dried blood on her sweatshirt and her sweatpants, and they also saw that her hands had dried blood as well. Once they got access to the car, in the rear passenger seat behind the driver's seat, there was a crockpot box, and inside of that box um, was human legs and other body parts. So, Detective Scanlon summarized evidence that was obtained during the search warrant. They did confirm that there was a human head that was severed from the neck that was located in the bucket in the basement. They also confirmed it was the victim, Chad, because there was a photo that they had to compare um, and confirm it was the victim. Dr. Tran said that there was visual evidence of strangulation and in that same bucket with the head there was the member uh, Chad's penis along with bodily fluids and two knives. Located in the storage tote was an upper torso and on the torso there was numerous rigid cuts at the site um, where the head was removed which was consistent with the severed, um, severed head. And also in the tote was a carving knife consistent with the kitchen knife and several internal organs. In the search, um, there was significant uh, blood staining on an up, unsheeted top bed of the mattress. And previously cleaned up blood was on the concrete surface next to and under a significant portion of the bed. Evidence of drug use was also observed um, including a glass pipe, and a gem bag uh, containing light-colored powder material. And evidence of blood was around the stand-up shower. Numerous blood drops were visible on the concrete floor in front of the shower, and that appeared to have been wiped up or partially wiped or washed away. Detective Gaff spoke with Taylor and informed her that the head of the victim was found. Her response was, that is pretty fucked up. He then asked her if she knew the victim. She did. She confirmed that she did. He asked her where the rest of the body was, and she stated that everything was in the basement. When asked what happened that night, Taylor responds, that is a good question. She said that she blacked out during that time, She did confirm that it was just her and the victim in the basement and no one else had came down to the basement. One questioned, Taylor stated that her plan was to bring all of the victim's body parts with her, but she got lazy. So she only ended up taking the leg and foot in her van. She did say that she did not mean to kill the victim. She also said that she was not prepared for that situation and killing the victim was random. However, for Taylor, this was not her first run-in with law enforcement. On January 3rd of 2022, there was a a disposition uh, stating that she was being charged with battery or threat to a judge, prosecutor, or law enforcement officer, and it was a felony charge. After hours of questioning, Taylor was charged with first-degree intentional homicide for the cause of death of the victim with intent to kill that person. And it is a class A felony and upon conviction shall be sentenced to imprisonment for life. She was also charged with mutilating a corpse, which is the dismember of a corpse with intent to conceal a crime. Um, It is a class F felony and maybe Uh, Fined not more than $25,000 or imprisoned not more than 12 years and six months or both. She was also charged with third degree sexual assault and it's uh, sexual intercourse with a victim without that person's consent, which is a class G felony. And upon conviction, maybe fined no more than $25,000 or imprisonment um, of no more than 10 years or both. And so for Taylor as well, she was due back in court on March 22nd, of uh, 2022, so a few days ago. There wasn't much information. I, I couldn't find anything on that. However, she was held at the Brown County Jail for, um, on a $2 million bail, and she was ordered by the judge to have a competency exam. So maybe in the future, there'll be an official sentence for her uh, regarding this case. But thank you so much for listening to the Legally's podcast. Um, oh, and the song of the week. Oh, wait, did I give you the word of the week? Sorry. Okay, so the word of the day is mutilation, which is the intentional infliction of physical abuse designed to cause serious permanent disfigurement or permanent or protracted loss or impairment of functions of the body. Um, the song of the week is Fair by Normani, and you can also listen to this episode on Apple, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Anchor, Breaker, and all of the other social media listening streaming sites. Well, have a great day. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and thank you for speaking our language. Bye.